is up? Cheers. That note sounds a little pitchy on these glasses. I know. What the heck? I I bought crystal glasses One, for a reason. Two, three. Yeah. Oh, oh a little God. pitchy, man. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, we're starting this at 4:20, so if you if you got them, smoke them, I guess. Oh my gosh. We are drinking a Cabernet. Obviously, I'm a red girl. I cannot take me away from it. Um, it's the Federalist. It's a limited edition, and it's made in the... Great United States of America. America. I'm not going to say the rest of it, even though I could, because we have dropped the F-bomb before. How is it? It's good. Yeah? Yep. Okay. It just said, like, it doesn't give any information on, like, the nodes in it or anything. It's just uncork a bottle at the ballpark or at home with family and friends. So it's a good just social wine. It's not, you know, top shelf. No, it's not. I went into the grocery store and I was like, well, this will do. Yeah. I didn't really, yeah, it was one of those weeks and I just pulled it and that's what we got. We like to try the $10 bottles of wine, not going to lie. You know what? Some of them surprise you. Okay, other than my favorite is the Camus, which is like, you know, $79 a bottle. But these cheaper wines, like... Let's be honest, they all do the trick, if you know I, what I'm saying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Unless it's like a special occasion, I will, like, special occasions get the more expensive wine. But like, I don't know. No, I mean, sometimes if you do like a blind taste test... Like when we go out to restaurants and stuff and you'll get, you know, the $50, $60 bottle of wine, you know, it's not like knock your socks off for the for the price. Now, obviously, there's the restaurant markup and all that kind of stuff to it, right? Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you get a good quality wine at that price, at that budget point. It's, it's not bad. I will say that the best wine that we have had is a restaurant in Pennsylvania, mm. um, Top Cut. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of my PA peeps are probably listening to this. I believe it's in Coopersburg. Um, I, I think so. Mm -hmm. And uh, we went there for our last, like, hurrah in Pennsylvania, just Josh and I. And we got the best wine. Yeah. It was like $90, but I didn't feel, like, disgusting after it. Mm. Like It's good and clean. Yeah. So I think, you know, more expensive it is, the cleaner it's going to be, blah, 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 blah. Sure. Okay. Enough of the wine. Now that we wasted three minutes of your time <laughs> on wine, um, we wanted to bring this up because we feel that in today's society and just with a lot of things going on in 2020, 2021, um, there needs to be talk about this. Yeah. And it's about a weathered and guarded heart. Mm. And Josh actually came up with that wonderful title. So where did it come from? So, you know, I've been trying to become a better Christian, not going to lie. And it was actually on, um, is the word FM? So I'm trying to, every time I get in my car, leave that station on. And so that's just the radio station I've been listening to recently. I think it's K-Love K-Love, thank you. Word yeah. FM is back in Pennsylvania. Okay. I think. Same premise. Right? Right next to the strip club? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, God. The irony with that. But anyway, um, this, you know, in between songs, whatnot, they have like little 
it's either Bible verse readings or just, you know, nice heartwarming stories that the, that the radio host talks about. And they just talked about having like a weathered heart because in life you are going to have the peaks and valleys and you are going to have the times of, you know, complete joy and happiness and, you know, overwhelming uh, of, of that type of feeling. And then yeah. you're also going to have the real low lows, right? You are going to have the struggles, the grief, you know, the things that all haunt us when we go to bed at night. So you're going to have these seasons. And the Josh book, loves that. The seasons of life. Oh God, I know. But, it, it, you know, in this <laughs> topic, we, we have to go with it, right? Because it does make sense. It's a great, it's a great term to use for the ups and downs. The how you have the four seasons, right? Summer, spring, fall, winter. Well, out here, it's just summer. Hot and less hot. And less hot. <laughs> so summer and kind of spring. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, you are going to have all these types of even even in a day right what like just going up through through life you can experience so many different emotions so many seasons within just one day even mm-hmm. and say if you're an entrepreneur trying to start your own business or you're newly you know to a relationship with somebody or just you know or new to a career yeah changing careers sure uh change in relocation of where you live or I don't know, the big 2020 where everyone was working at home. That shit. That's a huge change for some people. Yeah. And, you know, you can struggle with, this is great. Like, work it, let's use that. Work at home. Oh, my gosh. You can, you know, at first, everyone was like, heck, yeah. You know, never have to leave my house, stay in my PJs all day. Let's, you know, just fire up the computer. I can not have to worry about doing my hair. I know know so many people that bring their laptop into their bed, and I'm like, uh, I could never do that. Right? But, (laughs) you know, you can be at home with your kids and kind of multitask that way. Or like Krista with our fur baby, you know, he has become so dependent now. He has. And, like, he just got... um, four teeth removed and honestly it was a blessing being home because like let's be real if if i was not home i'd be worried and like watching him on the puppy cam yes we have a puppy cam non-stop right. if i was in the office right so you go through that initial excitement of being super elated and like yes this is going to be awesome then after a couple months of it you start to get like that cottage fever kind of thing, right? Where you're like, I need to get the hell out of this house. These same four walls. I need interaction with people. I miss oh the water cooler talk, right? I miss the, you know, cubicle gossip a little bit, right? Uh, um, just I, even seeing, you know, Fred walk into the copier and going, hey, Fred, how's your weekend? You know, and just like small talk. Just seeing other people. I mean, I don't miss the small talk. I don't miss... Um, like driving into the office but what i do miss is like i'm cooped up inside all day and josh knows this by the time he gets home i'm done teaching my fitness classes already and he gets home and he's like you want to go to the gym and i'm like yes like that's my time to get out and or go ahead or what I walk through the door, since you haven't really talked to anybody all day, I can't even get my stuff down, just unwind. It is this <laughs> shit show of just, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, honey, hold up. Like, oh, hey, gosh. I literally walk through the door. I don't realize I do it. I know. But, but I'm home. I get it. 
24-7. And I, like, there's ways to, we'll get off of this topic, but there's ways to kind of make sure you feel connected. And at first, it was, it was a high. It was that Mm -hmm. joy of, yes, we get to work at home, but then the low started coming in of, wow, I can't even go out because everything was in lockdown. I can't even go to the gym. Like, my outing was going to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And, like, that really takes a toll on you and puts you into this um, valley of your life. Mm -hmm. And then you start to, which we have a point here about, like, being self-aware when it comes to these different seasons. Yeah. And then you start to find that middle ground of, okay, you know, let me create boundaries. Yes. Which, you know, you we have an office at the house. So when Krista's in the office, it's work time. But other than that, she doesn't come in here, like, off hours on the weekends. She's like, can we get out of this room? Like, you <laughs> I know. I know. He was in here. In We're in the office right now. And he was in here this morning. And I was like, why are you in here? Like, leave this place. Like, because I associate it with, with work. work. Yeah. And this is my work room. And that's it. Right. And then on like lunch, you'll go for either a walk outside or you just literally go back on the patio and just, you know, hang out with Mickey. Just, you know, you have to create those boundaries. Drink some wine on my lunch break. Whatever, no, I'm Whatever, I'm girl. Um, <laughs> Maybe on a Friday. Um, if it's confirm ha- or deny. <laughs> if it's happy hour, like, yeah, of course. But you start to find that middle ground with, you know, how to deal with it. And you start to realize, okay... I act a certain way and I have these emotions when it comes to X, Y, and Z. How -hmm. can I combat that? Or what are the triggers that allow me to, um, you know, avoid them? Yeah. Right? And Sort of like balancing like your heart with it all. Right. Is that where you're going with it? Yes. Thank you for uh, reeling me back in there. (laughs) I appreciate that. Like you just have to... Like, let's be real. Okay. So, like, the joys of life. Moving out here was such a joy. Mm-hmm. Experiencing okay. everything was new. Yeah. You know, meeting new people, going to new places, new restaurants. Like, you had a new job. New job, new surroundings, everything, new vehicle. Like, literally everything in my life was turned upside down and new. The, I think the only thing we had that was like, a comfort space was our bed and our couch because those were what we brought with us. Well, we bought the couch here. So, bed. Our bed. Our bed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was like, we just need something to sleep on, you know? Um, and our dining room table, we bought the first thing that we bought when we moved in together. Which is in the, we were like the dining 21. room that we never even go in. Yeah, so. we don't even go into the dining okay. room. Yeah. Um, but like those are think of all of the joys in your life and just the emotion that arises in your heart and that's something the balance that you need to bring yourself back to especially when you're going through the valleys of life 2020 was a valley for a lot of people and going into 2021 like i honestly have not and i'm gonna be really real with you guys I have not had a really great two years. Like it has been one thing after the other and test after test after test. And with my dad passing like this year, early this year, it's just been continual. And sometimes it like, I'm like, why am I in this constant valley? Like, Mm -hmm. where is this peak? 
there has to be a peak coming up like that's why like you visualize a mountain and we just got done mountain biking and you like you're climbing up this like mountain and you're waiting for the peak to overlook everything in Arizona, once you go out on the trails, it's just like peace and calm. Mm -hmm. And you're up on that peak, we always stop. Mm -hmm. Up on the peak, not because we're tired. And over, you look- We're just suckers for a good scenery. Yes, you like stop and take it all in because that's the joy of your life. Mm -hmm. That was all that hard work. Yeah. The the grind and you know, your legs being on fire and you cursing every you know, bump and rock. And I don't curse. Just kidding. Right. <laughs> you lie, you fry. Remember that. But, um, you know, all that hard work to get up there. Yeah. Is why we do it. Because once you're up on the top of that mountain and you get to take in that scenery, we take like at least a five minute, just take it in, breathe the air. Silence. Silence. Because Phoenix is so busy right. that once we got on the trails, like I want a little bit of serene mm-hmm. and like peace and calm mm-hmm. because that's what centers me and grounds me because I'm an earth sign. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I but, just, I appreciate that. Go ahead. But when we're climbing up to that peak, you obviously have to come back down, unfortunately. So we can't, not negate. I guess it would be neat. like you can't you can't run away from the lows in your life, unfortunately. And it took me a long time to really understand this. And does it absolutely suck? So like you can have peaks and valleys in one day. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I will be on a high of not like actual high but like be on a high of some something in my life is going amazing and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden i'm triggered by something takes that one phone call that one email that one negative comment or something like that well i really don't give a shit what people think about me i know okay but we still read it and process it and for whatever seconds or minutes we absorb it i it usually c- just delete the email because i don't want to i don't i don't deal with people like that but yes we do and the thing is like i don't know where i was going with that i forget already this is my brain my adhd brain so you you were talking about how within one day you can experience different seasons derp um but you can experience it and there's a trigger that happens that'll bring you back down to the low and we can do a separate podcast on grief, but in one day, I can go through like four or five different peaks and valleys. Mm-hmm. I think that's normal though. Oh, hands down. It is so normal. And people don't talk about it. Like I have a friend and she's like two months in like grief, like just lost someone. And She's like, does it ever end? And I was like, well, I'm like almost six months in and shit just got worse. So I don't really, (laughs) I'm not the right person to ask, but normalize it. Like thing, grief can be a person. It can be a business. It can be like a relationship. Anything that you lose is grief. And if you don't balance your heart and really like, be self-aware and 
I tell all of my clients, like when you're having a low, sit in the shit of it. Mm -hmm. Because that is when you realize who you are as a person and also how to emotionally deal with the situations and make sure you're not staying in that valley. And then to go with that too is the second part of this, which is a guarded heart. Yeah. Because say you're in that low or you're in that, you know, negative space, that that grief feeling or, mm. or a sense of loss or something like that. You can easily mask that with something else. Some people can turn to drugs or alcohol or like a party lifestyle, something like that, because they don't actually want to feel their feels and they don't actually want to acknowledge, you know, hey, these are these are human emotions. These are okay for us to feel and for us to, you know, go through. And so I don't know if anyone's ever experienced this, but maybe in a family, you know, you've lost somebody and you have a brother or aunt and uncle or somebody that never really acknowledges it and they just kind of keep going on with life, but they maybe fill that void with anger or or maybe they start to drink a little bit more or you know they they just have a way to never acknowledge that they want to talk about it mm, or yeah. open up they always close that section off in their life and they never actually get over it not mm. saying you ever will get over it but no. you know allow yourself to cry allow yourself to feel those emotions to like Krista said sit in the shit and and understand that this is the cycle of life but what can i do in a positive way to move forward maybe remember that person in good light make memorials for them you know and yeah. and, and you know we have a like a, a christian faith so you know pray do those kinds of things to you know not make yourself feel better because you, that is going to take time and also Hands down. you know building on yourself but don't try to just bury it deep, deep down because that's not good. I mean, look how much in life people just have issues that they, they, it's baggage. You know, they just carry that crap around with them all the time and they wonder why they're always negative or they always have a shitty attitude and they are quick to lash out or they're quick to pick fights. Whatever it may be, it all stems from something that if they just, you know, allow themselves to feel it and to open up and to, you know, go through those different seasons. Yeah. They could eliminate that. And also... It's like a therapy session, but anyway. I know. I was like, man, did you read some of my, like, psychology books and, like, some of the tests that I had to take? But, like, <laughs> if the more you bury it and sweep it under the rug, not... You touched on, like, the mental space. Physically, that can hurt you. Oh, yeah. Like, if you are constantly, like, being negative and, like, just burying it, it's going to be deep down in your, like, soul, I guess you want to call it. And you're never, like, dealing with it. Your physical self is going to decline as well. And you wonder why stressful people... Yeah. Get into these positions, I guess. Heart attacks. Yes. Oh my gosh. Or like, you know, you have this CEO of a company that, you know, has all this stress throughout their day and they all of a sudden put weight on. Or like Krista said, they just randomly have a heart attack or something yeah. like that. Or if you're in the space where you're trying to be physically better and you want to lose weight, but you can't, you're stuck. 
take a take a look at your surroundings. Take a look at what do you have going on in your life. Are you acknowledging different things that could be you know adding to the stress levels? And because it's amazing what the body will do when and I, there's a whole technical terminology for all this and stuff like that, right? But like cortisone levels, all that kind of stuff can yeah. relate to stress and body fat and you know, your body just literally doesn't know how to cope with these things. So it turns to storing fat. Yeah. Stress management and is not talked about Mm -mm. when people are coaching one another. Like that's one of my main points when I talk to clients other than like nutrition and like things you can do to be like active and, but it's stress management and your mindset because the mind controls the body. Okay, mm-hmm. so if your mind is completely freaking negative and it's thinking all of these things, your body is going to take a decline. So I was just curious and I looked up like the percentage of different like CEOs and stuff like that, stress related diseases. Now, I found this on a health website, but a CEO health and wellness survey found out that 59% were at high cardiac risk 36 percent had high blood pressure and 12 percent developed diabetes and 23 had high blood cholesterol levels as well so the amount of stress that one has can affect your health sure so that was a little off, but it's, I think it's important. It's so important when you're because when you're going through these valleys. Yes. How are you dealing with it? Yes. And <laughs> me, I want to know how you deal with stress and stuff like that. I work out. I work out too. And it, it and me- it's sometimes bad. Like I work out too much. Yeah, but I also do things like mountain biking. It's yeah. it's a physical exercise. But also, it's something that I truly have a passion and a hobby for being mm-hmm. on a being on a bicycle, and then also it fills the being outdoors, breathing fresh air. You know, we're not big campers or anything like that, or, or hikers. But what we get to experience out on the trail, and that that two hours that we're out there, fills me for the week of you know just being outdoors. Yeah, hands down. And you know the other thing too about being with the guarded heart Mm -hmm. is when you're in these valleys how are you protecting yourself from further triggering it so where i'm going with this is Hmm. if you're in a negative space and you are maybe something bad happened to you or you're frustrated with let's use use an example of i'm going to go here a second just with how everything's going in today's world yeah okay are you constantly feeding your heart and your mind with more of that stuff or are you taking a different approach and being like okay i need to uplift myself i need to listen to maybe motivational podcasts i need to read different books that are going to change my outlook on the things Mm -hmm. and what can i do in my little town or how can i be involved to make a difference if you don't agree with things okay okay and so i look at it as like what just censor what your intake is during those lows because gotcha. if you're constantly feeding it the monster is only going to get grow bigger so guard your heart if you are going through a rough time whatever that rough time may be just censor what you're intaking if you're struggling with like an addiction with something 
don't keep hanging out with the friends that you were getting high with or drunk with. Yeah. Right? You know, and, and you ha- you had put down, like, be okay to say no to things when you're in these lows. Yeah. Like, speak your mind. Like, if you're struggling with something and you just know that, hey, going to that party Friday night is not going to be for me. It's only going to mask the pain or I'm going to drink and it, it's it's going to make me feel good for only two or three hours. But then Saturday morning is going to come and I'm going to, you know, feel even worse about myself. Don't do that. Have the sense of mind to be strong enough for yourself and to make that decision yeah. to not go down that road. And honestly, the only person that's going to take care of you is you. Is you. Yeah. So like look out for yourself and I understand that like there's some things that you cannot control trigger wise. Mm-hmm. But if you voice your like thoughts and just have a discussion with whomever um i'm thinking of like my situation and you just vocalize it like hey like let's not talk about like such and such died and you know you're helping your dad out and like you're so close to him like i have been like telling people like dude i don't really want to hear that right now like i'm you know six months in without my dad the wound's still fresh yeah so i have had conversations with people about that and also i've said no to a lot of different things and just realizing that i need to take care of myself Mm -hmm. at the end of the day and that's what's really important i think the other really important thing too is with the whole seasoned heart is once you allow yourself to experience things guarded heart no like the seasons oh yeah right like you know having a weathered heart is it makes you more relatable when somebody else is going through these things Mm. and a more mature person or a more seasoned person if you will can can relate to somebody and maybe offer that lending hand um and just sit down with that person and just be like i get what you're going through right now Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes people just need that ear to to listen. Yep. And they just need that comfort of, okay, I'm not crazy for feeling this way. Or, you know, I'm not wrong. Like, somebody else has gone through. The, and guys, whatever it is, you're not the only person or the first person to go through a situation. Yeah. Like, you're not alone. You definitely are not alone. So, if you want to be that type of person... That can help others i feel like that's a really strong way too is you know feel your shit and you know allow like people have been bankrupt people have been lost houses you know everything being taken away from them but then got back on the horse and created another life for themselves and they can relate to people that are struggling they know what it feels like yeah even though at that time they might be successful and doing okay they might be willing to reach out and be like this is how I got through it. Just a couple helpful hints. I don't know if it's for you or not, but you know, you're not crazy for for being angry, for being upset, for moping around. But allow yourself and pick yourself up and move and move on but in the right direction. Don't try to mask it with say like drinking or something like that because that can just temporary fulfillment. Yeah. Two different things. Use what you're going through as your purpose use your l's use your losses as a lesson 
Yeah. And I 100% have been doing that for all of my life. And there's always going to be someone that can guide you, help you, and don't have a, you know, big ego about it. Take it. If someone's willing to reach out and just love on you, allow that. And then the other point is one of my really close friends, Allie, she got me a book um, called The Rabbit Listened. And it's about anything in your life. Sure, it's a um, children's book, but it's going to be... Some of those have the best principles and stories. Exactly. And it's about, you know, you don't have to have the right things to say in grief or, you know, the valleys of someone's life. What people need, like, they don't want you to fix it. They don't want, like, to necessarily talk about it. But what the rabbit did was listen to what that person needed. And like you said, the children's books, they have it spot on of, we know there's gonna be lows, but find someone that is willing to just listen to you mm-hmm. and make sure that you know, you're know you not burying it mm-hmm. and you're allowing yourself to feel the feels and go through these different circumstances together. And then, too, like, guard your heart. Like, don't keep feeding the negative monster with more negativity. Yeah. You know, censor what is coming in because that's where energy flows, right? And just be aware that if you're feeling it, you're okay. That's normal. But (laughs) humans have emotions. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We're not cyborgs. Wait, but, like, I really did not want to show my emotions. For how long? Forever. Forever. Stone cold bitch. Ah, yeah, pretty much. I always said, you know, my wardrobe is just like my heart. Black. Black. Johnny Cash. Yeah, pretty much. But I've softened a little bit. You have. I have. You have. You're a a teddy bear now. Am I? Yeah. Oh, thank you all. So one thing I like to leave y'all with a little bit of what has been helping me through lows and what could possibly help you as well if you want to feel your feels a little bit more um one of my friends sammy she brought up something called shadow work to me and it's really digging into your past and your childhood and realizing certain situations and things people have said to you affects how you are today and it brings a self like self-awareness to a higher level and it's really helped me when i'm in these lows to figure out why i react to different things and mm. also how i can kind of cope in the future with them i love that that's good yeah that's good you have to show me some of that stuff i maybe okay we'll see dark magic yeah okay shadow work yeah Sounds like ninja stuff. Dark man. Watch out! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll oh, keep man. this. Well, it's been a half hour now, so we'll keep it short and sweet. <clears throat> you love saying that. I do. Short and in, short and sweet. Short and sweet. Okay. All right. But guys, thank you for listening. And again, you know, subscribe if you like it. Please share it. And Krista is on Instagram at Krista Fisher, and also uh, follow Peak Driven LLC. 
right? On Peak, on a... yeah, our wonderful website, yep. peakdrivenllc.com. Yep. And if you want to su- subscribe to the newsletter, you can do so on there. Mm-hmm. You want to join fitness classes, it's on there. Mm-hmm. If buy you, some merch, if it's you on there. Buy some merch, it's on there. I, I worked hard on that. We did. That beautiful little baby. My babies. My babies. <laughs> Name that movie it's and a show. tag me. Oh, it's a show. On Netflix. On Netflix. Don't give away so many hints. Shits. All right. Eek. Eek. <laughs> With that, we love you all so much. Don't forget to be relentless in everything that you do. All right, guys. Thank you. Laters.